It's almost the weekend, it's Friday, you're there with all your friends, but hold on, there's a new episode of It's Almost the Weekend. You kick your friends out, you go and sit on your toilet and you listen to the whole episode in one go. Yeah, you uh, you get like an AI to transcribe our voices and change it into Handler Walter's voice from uh, Armored Core 6 because you're sitting on the toilet and listening to it and that's where his voice was recorded and so yeah. it feels right that's um, true that's true little uh insider industry tidbit uh all of the armored core six voices were done in the bathroom yeah it's true on the toilet specifically <laughs> yeah um how you doing man what's been going on yeah i'm good it's good i'm real tired but hey that's that's the funny season that's the silly season <laughs> Uh, I got my Christmas belly right here in oh, front yeah. of the microphone and I'm rocking, you know how when you get a bit full, sometimes you, t- you pop the top button. Oh yeah. The button. I've only the got bu- one button most of the time. The button pop. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. right now I've done the, b- the button pop and the entire fly is all the way down. That's, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> that's the kind of Christmas tummy we're talking about here. Uh, I love a, a, a <laughs> Darian's Fly update. <laughs> yeah. Live Look. from Darian's Fly. It's all the way down. <laughs> if it gets uh, extra toasty during this episode, the pants might even come off. Like, I'm, not, I'm not kidding around here. It's yeah, uh, yeah. like the Christmas belly. It changes everything. It changes mm. the way your body handles temperature. Yeah. Uh, and it just, it's like a giant porcelain eye staring right at you i know what you mean yeah yeah <laughs> i think the post 30s christmas belly is also like enhanced do you know what i'm saying like it's got sure. a bonus level of porcelain sheen it's uh <laughs> extra shiny dude uh, i had four serves of christmas pudding four geez, that's a lot it's, yeah i really um you know what and i didn't even stop because i was full i just stopped because it it seemed a bit gratuitous to go further oh yeah five would be you would have turned into a pud monster you would have <laughs> transfigured your body and to become more pud than person yeah we don't want to become more pud than person on it's almost the weekend mm-hmm. uh, but i'm well on the way there uh aside from christmas shenanigans which have been uh plentiful that's good i uh, i did have a chance just to lay back and and play some video games which was really nice oh nice you want to tell me all about them oh yeah i began work on dredge oh hell yeah that's been on the list for a long time for me yeah really really enjoyed that i reckon mm. i i snuck in a good 10 or 12 hours and and felt satisfied by the end um yeah i was really impressed with how simple and how quickly they give you all the systems yeah um and so like it ended up being just the perfect cozy game because Mm -hmm. it it doesn't ask much of you uh it's really fun just to have this boat that's a piece of shit and i mean you know me dude it's like oh no you crash on the shore we'll give you this crummy boat and you need to upgrade it it's like oh no i have to upgrade it that is such a disappointment (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah had a great time just upgrading it doing a bit of fishing uh 
uncovering some of the mysteries not not all of them you know i wasn't compelled to uh dive into the story so to speak i was just keen to pick it up i would play for like 15 20 minutes put it down you know just a real easy breezy christmas situation in between cooking Right, right. So you didn't finish the main story of Dredge. You just no. played some of the little bits and bobs. Yeah, I did little bits and bobs and, like, I got some cool powers and, uh, yeah, I, I met a few cretinous uh, denizens that, that <laughs> populate some of the islands. Yeah. And, yeah, it was it was a good time. The, the last time I played, actually, I found this one dude. He was... He was not in a good space. He was SOSing on a on a beach on a sandy bank, and I was like, "Brother, this ship is so decked the fuck out." Like, even though I didn't uh, I didn't finish the main story or whatever, my hull was was bursting with room. Mm. Uh, that I mean, that shit was huge. And uh, he hopped in. And I'm like, "I got you." And also, something I like to do in Dredge. Because it's this fishing game that has a horror element, and the longer you stay awake, the the crazier things get. And oh, right. so, I really enjoyed trying to see how long I could stay awake for. Right. And uh, when I picked up this dude, it was three a.m. I'd been up for you know a fair few days, and uh, so I got attacked by like a hallucination, and my boy just was gone. You know, copped some hull damage where he was oh, hanging out, shit. and and overboard he went, and that was it. That quest line never heard from it again. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. He's just lost to Davy Jones' locker, you know. <laughs> exactly, yeah. dude. Davy Jones just sucked that motherfucker right up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, that's awesome. Did you see? This is my news for the week, by the way. Oh. D- Dave the Diver slash Dredge DLC. Or like a, 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 a collaboration. Yeah, it's actually not a dredge thing, it's a Dave the Diver thing, but it's oh. yeah, it's a collab between the two. I thought no. that was pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cute. I mean, especially when you've got a giant corporation uh <laughs> help helping dredge out. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. We like that. Uh, I, I think. think it's yeah, in, in Dave the Diver you like, you know, catch fish and stuff. I think you do that in Dredge too, right? You catch fish? absolutely you do yeah, um but right. D- dave the diver is is more hands-on i played the demo and and you jump off the boat and you yes you, you are literally dave in the, diver. the ocean diving with the fish yeah, yeah. yeah whereas uh dredge is just a bunch of fishing mini games and the mini game right. changes depending on the type of fish that you're fishing for right right i mean yeah i guess the only difference there like depending on what gun you have or what type of fish it is as well in in dave the diver the game changes too right right very similar yeah very similar interesting Um, and so yeah enjoy my time with dredge and i just want to shout out after we recorded the last podcast session we had a fat factorio uh, session (laughs) and it was awesome loved it one of my favorite gaming moments of the year was playing factorio and just realizing how fucking awesome that game is i know awesome uh you talk about it a lot and i know how good it is but when you're playing it and you're learning it's man yeah i think i'm i'm really gonna dedicate some time next year to factorio get under the 
get under the hood of the factory. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Reach under the hood and fiddle with the bits of yeah. Factorio. Yes. Yeah. Bit um bit yeah. fiddler Factorio twenty twenty four. Let's go. Yeah, bit fiddler. Uh, I was talking. <laughs> I, was, I was hanging out with my buddy Laura the other night and telling her about the Factorio sesh and how oh, it yeah. sort of uncovered a part of my personality that uh, I always knew was there, but it's like comes out especially in these situations. And it's the part where I get to be a teacher, <laughs> mm -hmm. and like it's when I know something quite intimately, and I'm showing someone who who doesn't really know it at all. Mm. Um, and there's this like this thing that I love where it's like you you let them make a discovery uh, and like you know have an idea about something and it might be for, like the, the prime example that I'm thinking of is your uh, the way that you discovered that you could go straight from a mining drill into a furnace oh, and you're like sure. oh this is peak efficiency this has got to be the best way to do it and then mm. we like hit a point where which I knew was coming where uh, you know you, you sort of the mining drill can't keep up with the output of the furnace and so you need a belt to like you know stack items along so the furnaces can keep going and the drills can keep drilling totally um, and that sort of layers on top time and time again and you're like ah now you are learning you know <laughs> you, you're one step along the path uh, and it's just that experience over and over again where it's like oh this must be like a really good way to do things and I'm like yeah it is a good way to do things but secretly I know there's like three other layers deeper <laughs> that, just like, that I just want to like, you know, slowly encourage you towards each of them. Uh, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had a great time and you're mm. a very patient teacher. So mm. shout out. No, I mean, I'm not, it's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, Hell yeah. Yes. I'm glad to hear you had a good time with Factorio. Imagine if you hate it. Imagine if you booted it up and it was just like, no, not for me. Oh man. I mean, there's just no way. You know, it's like Inscription. It's one of those games. You just play it and you're like, this is a Daz game. I can tell yeah. Daz about this game. Yeah, totally. Um, nice. What about what about you, dude? How did you spend your Chrissy? Uh, yeah, man, it was pretty good. Uh, we I ended up not going to Albury for the first time in a really long time, I, I think. Um, mm. Just stayed in Melbourne. Had Christmas lunch with Jamie's dad. Uh, he'd put on a big spread, big feast. Um, I brought some garlic bread. Uh, we bought the ham. They glazed the ham. There was bronze mm -hmm. involved. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was just a big, big uh, family lunchy thing. It was pretty chill. Mm. It was pretty nice. chill. Nice. Uh, and then we went home and just napped and rested and watched. Uh, oh, we actually started watching this anime called Zom 100, which is on Netflix right now. Oh, yeah. Which is like a zombie anime. Uh, about this dude who like gets stuck in like a semi-abusive work situation for like three years and on the, in the third year a zombie outbreak happens and it sort of breaks him out of his malaise and he, he turns into like i don't know he's not like a super qualified zombie killing machine or anything but he's just like all of a sudden living his life again <laughs> and really happy uh and it's about the 100 things he wants to do before he turns into a zombie wow that's uh that's a fun premise yeah yeah um but yeah other than that not a whole lot i've been playing uh a, a fair amount of that Baldur's gate 3 oh dude you said that was gonna be your holiday game and yep it, it is it's happening i've been <laughs> diving deep into Baldur's gate 3 once once more amazing yeah it's pretty good going back doing all the things that i missed 
um, when I was playing it last. Yeah, but yeah. I said I wanted to do mm-hmm. rounding out those relationships, figuring out what that character needed and giving it to them. Uh, that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm up to the part where I'm about to progress into Act 2. So I've done pretty much everything in Act 1. I'm finishing mm-hmm. out one last quest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to go dive into Act 2. Mm-hmm. And that's like 47 hours. Actually, that's not accurate. I left the game open for ages yesterday. It's probably closer to 35 hours, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Just for Act 1. Yeah. That's huge. Mm. That's massive. And that's all quality, fun gameplay time. Mm. Um, that's, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a wondrous thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been. That's what I've been playing. I feel like I've been playing a couple of other little bits. In the, oh, I've been playing um, Knuckle Sandwich a little bit too. Ah, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, something else as well. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. This is not a video games podcast. This is a bathroom advice podcast. <laughs> yeah, can we change it from, or is bathroom advice leisure? Oh my God. Uh, have, have we actually achieved? Have we, have have we, we achieved full circle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, shit. Uh, I, I got a pretty juicy bit of chicken uh, to digest. So... If if maybe you've got a couple of bits of chicken as an entree for my for my juice overdose, you've heard all my chicken already. Dave the oh. Diver DLC. That's it. Wow, that's it. That's yeah, all got, you got. All right. That's all I got. Um. Well, I got I got an entree in that case. Right. Um. That that is kind of interesting, and it's that the PS3 still has one point nine million monthly active users whoa which uh is pretty exceptional uh these these are numbers from sony so they could just be bloating those numbers for the hell of it Mm. but they they could also be real and uh yeah just shout out that console is 17 years old and nearly 2 million monthly active users is pretty impressive yeah that's crazy how are they getting those numbers i don't know i don't even think the ps3 store works anymore like i don't think the online works for ps3 so i guess there's just this like underground game trading circuit where everyone's playing amazing cheap ps3 games all day oh okay wait a minute as of november 2023 the playstation 3 store and online multiplayer games are still active they're still active oh uh, that's good and it's 100 percent free yeah so you used to have to pay for it but now you do not yeah Wait, well, did you ever have to pay for it no nah, no nah. okay ps3 was always free oh, at that time fun. yeah that's why like uh you know journey was was a hit because uh, that shit yeah. was free if if, yeah. if you had to pay for online i don't think journey would have uh reached its current status of uh mega indie right Mega Indie Super Duper Overlord. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Speaking of Mega Indie Super... No, this is completely unrelated. Although, (laughs) it is related to Sony. So, I'm surprised maybe you have heard of this, but it slipped through the grates in your shower. Uh, (laughs) Insomniac got hacked. Oh, dude, huge piece of news. How did I forget? I have no idea. Someone had to bring it. I call it the Insomniac. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How is that the first time I've heard that pun? What the? I fuck? don't know. It just came to me. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I guess Twitter's not as creative as we oh, suspected. Oh shit! All right. Come and get me, me Twitter. and Twitter out. <laughs> Come and get me Twitter. Um. All right. So as part of this leak, the most interesting thing that I saw were lifetime game sales for Sony's first-party games. Mm. I thought this was an incredible stat to have uh, just because it's interesting to see how all of the uh, games rank up against each other. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got, uh, as of 2021, the lifetime sales for these heckin' big games. Mm -hmm. And uh, what, I'll, what I'll do is I'll give you the top three. And I want to see if you can pick the the, the uh, highest selling one. So awesome. this is this is as of twenty twenty one. We have Spider Man Miles Morales, okay, the, the Last of Us two, mm -hmm. and Ghost of Tsushima. Oh man! And this is the highest selling. Yeah. Of those. Yeah. In order. Okay. Let's go number one. I'm gonna say. Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. And that... number two, I'm going to mm -hmm. say Last of Us 2. And number mm -hmm. three, Miles Morales. Okay. So uh, I totally had a brain fade and actually read them out to you in order. So number one <laughs> is Spider-Man Miles Morales. <laughs> I got it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you flip Ghost of Tsushima and Miles, then you're, then you're spot on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very surprised to see Miles Morales uh, selling oh, 11 million units oh, compa compared. Insane. Yeah, it's huge numbers compared to The Last of Us 2's 10 million units. Wait, how many was Miles Morales again? Uh, 11. Oh, and then Last of Us 2 was 10 million. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, not a huge spread. Not a huge spread, but uh, yeah. And then Ghost of Tsushima drops off to 7.6. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. I mean, that's pretty close between one and two, but still, yeah. Miles Morales being up there is kind of weird to me. Totally. All right, I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you three more as of twenty twenty. Okay. Uh, um. So I will read them in a random order this time. <laughs> sure, you will. <laughs> okay. So we've got Spider Man, just straight up Spider Man. Got it. God of War. Okay. And Horizon. Oh, uh, God of War, Horizon, Spider-Man. All wrong. Uh, <laughs> all wrong. <laughs> I know nothing. Uh, so, psych, I just read them out in order again. So, that How was did I know? <laughs> Spider-Man at number one, God of yep. War number two, Horizon yep. number three. And these ones were really tight. So, we got Spider-Man 22.6 million. Uh, we got God of War 21 million yep. and Horizon 19.2 million. Damn, so big numbers. Big numbers. And it should be noted that that is for the PS4. I know, yeah. like, you know, I think those games have PS5 versions, but this is just counting the PS4 numbers. Right. Okay. Uh, and just some uh, interesting tidbits that, that I can tell you from this spreadsheet. Um, one of the lifetime uh, games I've got here for sales is Returnal. And oh, yeah. uh, 
Returnal sold one million copies, um, wow. which seems like not that much considering it was a PS5 launch game. Yeah, yeah. Remember though, the PS5 was notoriously hard to get, oh, and so that's, like, that's I don't true. think very many people who were like gamers were buying PS5s. It was mostly scalpers and stuff, which in you know they weren't they weren't playing games on them, so. Mm, yeah that's... maybe that had some effect on it one mil does seem slightly low though for a launch game right that yeah that seems small um and i mean kind of in in the same way demon souls remake that's it that's a two million copies so mm. yeah that that seems crazy to crazy low um especially when you throw it up against horizon i yeah, mean it's, it's crazy yeah. people Demon Souls remake is way better than Horizon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Um, Yeah. What else? I think that's kind of the last tidbit I've got. Oh, I've got one more for you, Uh, and it's the Bloodborne lifetime sales. Oh God. Bloodborne sits at seven point six million. It sold only four hundred thousand copies more than days gone oh my god and i just want that to sink in this is the depressing state of things yuck i don't want i want that to sink out thank you (laughs) yeah i'll bleep that out yeah Uh, yeah yeah yeah, we all bleep so that whole section thank you (laughs) Uh, i mean okay so for me i think the uh thing that stands out with those last few segments is like marketing like i didn't see a single fucking returnal ad ever never <laughs> not one yeah never seen true. it who's yep. celine who is she <laughs> yeah i mean but i do know who aloy is and i do know who spider-man is you know mm, like this is mm. this is the marketing machine doing its its hard work dude you are so right yeah. you are so right i wonder yeah what's the fucking deal sony is like father gascon not enough of like a character to base a, a whole ip yeah, on yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need father gascon body pillows to sell like, <laughs> shit. we need to get up aboard the meme train oh my god yeah father gascon body pillows if we ever do merch and i know we say this a lot and then we mention all the merch we've gonna do which i've now forgotten but along with <laughs> all that other merch there's gonna be a father guac body pillow I think the one piece of merch that I desperately do want to see one day is uh, pon- press X to pontificate. Oh, yeah. I think that's up there. The original. Mm. Um, so is that all your news? That's that's my big, fat, juicy chicken wing. That's all I got. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I watched a little bit of the Insomni hack hacked content, actually. Oh. Someone, someone from work had a link. And I, I watched some of that Wolverine gameplay, some of that early Wolverine gameplay. Um, oh, no shit. Yeah, pretty crazy. I'm not going to comment on it. You know, it's like someone seeing my game in its current state and being like, oh, that's what I you You know, like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to fucking say anything about it. Oh, I love the um, Joe general public voice. It's one yeah, of my favorites. It's the rabble, the mindless yeah. rabble, the Twitter this... comments, the TikTok comments. I'm not... <laughs> 
I'm not here for those brain dead zombie ghouls. <laughs> it's, ghoul is right. I'm just imagining someone with zero teeth on their bottom jaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gnashing heedlessly <laughs> in the wind. Um, uh, yeah. It sucks. It sucks that that happens to that it happened to Insomniac. It sucks that a bunch yeah. of uh, outlets decided to report on it and talk about the contents of the leak, not just that it was you know a hack. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's cool that a few uh, journalism outlets decided to say, "Hey, all you other journalism outlets who are doing this shit are probably doing doing a bad, doing a wrong. Yeah. Think about your actions." IGN is what they were saying. <laughs> good, good on them. Um, so that's good. Um, but yeah, sucks, sucks for Insomniac. It sucks that there's so many big leaks happening recently. You know, you got the GTA leaks, you got the Insomniac Dude. leaks. There's leaks all over the place. So I was thinking, is this the new way smart marketing people build hype? Like it, it seems like such a shortcut to get a bunch of third-party news websites reporting mm. about your game or your leak or whatever. That would be very big brain. I don't know if that's actually the case though. I think leaks are still seen as like not a, I mean, it's like, yeah, any marketing is good marketing, whatever that horrible slogan, but I, I don't know, man, I'm not sure. Bro, let's like fake leak an Artful Escape 3DS remaster <laughs> and see what kind of traction we get. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring it up with Annapurna to say, you know, for, our, <laughs> for our new game, can we just like fake a leak? Like someone can like post some discord dms or something like that (laughs) dude i'm telling you i'm telling you that's how we that's how we do it i suppose you do need like a little bit of hype already so Mm. that people know what you're talking about because if you Mm. just leak a game no one's heard of i guess no one is really going to care i think you're right i think that's hard to do yep yeah you got to kind of have some momentum yeah yeah you, you can't buy that, Joe Tool. Can't buy that. Oh, wait, you can. It's marketing. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I got an email here. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about this email. I meant to okay. do it before we started the pod, but hey, we're live. So yeah. Game Club episode. Where, 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 where? Foghorn. Foghorn? No, Foghorn? What's it called? The where, where, where? on? Clacks on, thank you. Clacks on, clacks off. So, we uh, we do our spiels. You do your spiel. I do my spiel, and then we read the email as the spiel because I haven't read it, but the title is Cassette Beasts, so it could mm-hmm. slot right in. Mm-hmm. All right. So, let me just hit that back to you because uh, I was seeing the translation for the word clacks on is actually it's French for honk in english <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> i told you to take away his keyboard this is like <laughs> when gandalf goes to the writers of rohan and they're like take away his stuff yeah 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 um so you're gonna do your spiel i'm gonna do mine then we're gonna read the email is that correct uh yeah close enough okay cool <laughs> all right let's uh Let's go. Do you want to do your spiel first? It's, no, it's no. Question. You do yours first. I'll I'll okay. lead into the email because I, you know, we love reading emails. I feel like the email is going to bring us some good vibes. All right. Time for my spiel. Hit me. <sighs> okay. Cassette beasts. <laughs> oh, 
This is some weeb shit, I thought, booting up the game. Made with Godot, I exclaim. Oh no, is this a cozy game? I hope quietly that it is not. Mm. She really thinks info dumping is bad. Maybe she should stop calling it that. Voiced music whilst trying to read sucks. <laughs> this is just Pokemon. Every time I go to boot up cassette beasts, something more interesting happens and I get distracted. I would rather read than play cassette beasts. I would rather work than play cassette beasts. I tried putting on a video essay and playing just so I could progress. It's slow. It's dull. It's Pokemon with more steps and less elegance. Anyway, Knuckle Sandwich is a... That's my dog. Sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> Knuckle Sandwich is a game so brimming with ideas and humor, it deserves far more attention than it will likely ever get. You play a guy in a town that looks a lot like Melbourne. There's a metro bus stop, a town center. You need a job. You get a job. Your boss is probably actually insane. You flip burgers poorly. Then one night, taking out the trash, a punkish man jumps you. He has a knife. You fucking murder him, semi on accident, semi not, and your boss puts his flesh in burgers. Anyway, none of that really matters. The burger joint is hella haunted, and your boss's new employees are here to help you sort out the mystery of the ghosts in the very dungeon-like basement. This is all happening in the very first hour of Knuckle Sandwich. Knuckle Sandwich takes the very, very tried and very tested RPG battle format and flips it turnways by including a charming and sometimes frustrating array of mini-games to enhance the fights. Its fights aren't easy. This isn't your grandma's RPG. This isn't no Pokemon twist. This is a weird, long, evolving in complexity classic RPG. I fought a rat. He nearly one-shot me. Then I one-shot him. That's what I call photorealism. Knuckle Sandwich's music is 10 out of 10 straight gas fire money dog. It has heaps of variation. Uh, once off, bosses get their own theme song. Certain events have jingles you come to expect and love to hear. It's all extremely good stuff. It's some of the best video game music I've come across and I would happily listen to it anytime, anyplace. This game is quirky and it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Characters come and go. Ideas are introduced, then seemingly abandoned for cooler ideas. Some characters can teleport. Some characters are very stupid. Every single bin is empty. You must flush every toilet in the game. Big battery. My exact sense of humor was catered to the ideas presented in this thing are fresh and bold. The music blew my guts off and my hair out. This game rules and more people should play it. Wow. You know what that is? That What's is... That? great marketing for knuckle sandwich <laughs> yeah yeah so i tried look i tried i tried Marianne. i tried cassette beasts just couldn't do it couldn't bring myself to do it yeah look uh i'm gonna i'm gonna just go straight into my spiel and then let's All talk right. about it for a little bit yeah sounds good uh cassette beasts was so bad i would do chores instead of turning on my xbox <laughs> I played for an hour and it turns out Pokemon without the nostalgia is incredibly boring. It has negatively impacted our lives in such a way that we're changing the way we handle the game club games each month. We have our saves to sorry, we have ourselves to blame for this. You wouldn't order a bowl full of wasabi if you hate wasabi, but that's exactly what we did. We ordered something we hate at the best restaurant in town. And now we're complaining to the waiter. 
<laughs> that's that's all I got for cassette beasts. Oh, I very mean, good. <laughs> this this thing, I so I did one one hour session, and every time I looked at my Xbox after that, I just did chores instead. Yeah. Uh, like, because I knew, you know, with the game club games, I like to play them for enough to like have an opinion, and so. Uh, if we got a game club episode coming up, uh, you know, every time I turn on the Xbox, I, I want to play the game club game. So I've got mm. stuff to talk about. And yeah, I just, I just deleted it off the console so I could use the console again. Because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, didn't want to have to think about it. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing this. And uh, th this kind of uh, ends the the year of shit cozy games that mm. we've really dedicated ourselves to unintentionally this year mm -hmm. um and and yeah we we talked we were like hey we've played so many shit games this year like for game club and you know it's been fun it's been fun to rat on beloved cozy games it's very easy uh but yeah now we're, we're just gonna come uh out of the the back door guns are blazing and we're just each gonna take turns to choose a game that we mm. that we actually want to play rather than rolling a 1d4 and and you know sprinkling some games in that we've heard of or whatever like we're just we're just going straight to the jugular in 2024 yep yep and i have been using my channels to dig up some very <laughs> weird very short very unheard of little games that i think are going to lend themselves a little bit more to the sort of format of game club where it's right. less about like oh i heard about this game and you know oh, it turns out that it's not very good it's going to be like i've never even looked at a screenshot for this game Ooh. i have a title and a recommendation and i'm off off we go oh that's hot so i think that's, that's hot. yeah i think that's kind of where we're at for, for me but with game club yeah, hundred percent. And you know when Joe says I've been using my channels that he's like re-downloaded Tor and he's in the fucking like <laughs> murky water of the dark web. I have never downloaded Tor, but yeah, these are all dark web games. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right. Well, I mean, do you have anything to say about cassette beasts before we read our email? Um. It made me delete Game Pass. I no longer have Microsoft Game Pass. It's <laughs> 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 just so much trash. Uh, there's some good stuff too, but like so much of it has just been not enjoyable. Um, but that said, I do have that Sony thing, which a lot oh. of the stuff on the Sony thing is on Game Pass. Oh, um, God. So I'm going to be using that instead for my. Uh, my monthly game pass not game, yeah, monthly game pass style gaming oh man that's uh that's wild that really got me man cassette beasts i mean look it's just the last domino in a mm. long chain of bad cozy games um so yeah no i understand joe mm. i understand mm. did you want to talk at all about what the game actually is do you reckon it has any value <laughs> or is it just like let's just leave it um look it's uh a pokemon game made by a bunch of silverware lefties uh... 
Wait, <laughs> did you get that impression that they were lefty? Oh, it's like an environmentalist kind of game. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of environmental messaging, but it's like, you know, bludgeoning you over the head with it. It's not, right. uh, it's, it's not subtle. Um, no. You know, not that it has to be, but it was, yeah, I don't know. I think, like I said, we've just got fucking fatigue from these kinds of games and uh like i said we 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 ordered something we hate at the best Mm. restaurant in town we've got all this choice and uh we're both not big on turn-based stuff and um you know we're both not big on that like indie down your throat messaging where they've got an agenda um Mm. and that's all good you can have an agenda like i enjoyed gree i enjoyed the gardens in between but it's not like those messages resonated with me right 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 right. yeah i mean yeah look cassette beasts didn't really like for me it didn't really have anything um that it was so it it felt like it had like it was trying to like distinguish itself from pokemon it was like oh you can turn yourself into the pokemon you know you Mm -hmm. are the pokemon and there's Mm -hmm. like all of these different you know combinations of like you know you can like what are the remix like mix you and your partner together to turn into like this combination pokemon mm-hmm. which is sort of like on on face value semi-interesting when you start thinking about like type differences and stuff but then you realize that like all of the type differences in this game are just like nonsense mm. <laughs> like mm. plastic and and like wet or whatever <laughs> wet like, type i don't know man I, it, it just really rubbed me the wrong way when i was like oh i like there there is type differences and like catching them didn't really make much sense either you had to like record them but they didn't go away uh yeah there, there was a lot to dislike about cassette beasts unfortunately um mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah i i wanted to do something special uh, because I, I had to go away for Christmas and leave my Xbox behind. And I was going somewhere that had my 3DS and Pokemon Soul Silver. And oh, yeah. so I was going to play Pokemon Soul Silver and, and do my spiel on that, just, oh. you know, because it was a Pokemon game and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't find it. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've got nothing for you. I just, yeah cassette beasts uh bored me to tears joe Mm. deleted game pass we're changing game club for 2024 (laughs) i mean it's gonna leave a legacy let's put it that way yeah 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 for sure um anyway (laughs) do we end it there (laughs) no we gotta read an email email, email. i'm really excited i hope twilight priest enjoyed it so yeah we just got this email and it just says cassette beast so who knows what we're gonna find uh joe do you want to read it i'll give it a go all right uh twilight priest says thank god it's almost the weekend i played cassette beasts for only an hour or two then i uninstalled it and went about my life (laughs) oh man why is the cassette beast something that makes people just go about their lives (laughs) this is like we've got just this microcosm of gamers like deleting game pass throwing their yeah. xboxes in the trash yeah so i played cassette piece and got my life back together i cleaned my whole house and now i have a new wife <laughs> anyway uh, the art style was charming and probably what seduces most people into the game uh, a try i think you know i'm not sure what that means but beyond 
that, it seems shallow and soulless. Nothing about the game grabbed me and compelled me to keep playing. The few beasts I saw were pretty lackluster, and I think I would struggle to describe any of them to you if if asked. Oh. Repeating background music that included a vocal track is definitely a choice. I don't like it. But somewhere <laughs> out there in the ether, a psychopath ma- uh, made and stuck by that choice. Yeah. I so heart- wholeheartedly agree. I think that was one of the first things I wrote in my spiel. It was. was. Like, yeah. Uh, voiced music whilst trying to read sucks is what i wrote um, <laughs> and it does like you you can't put dialogue on screen whilst there's vo- vocal music it's like it's like patting your head and rubbing your tummy at the same time you know it's not an enjoyable experience no very difficult to do if you can just jump straight into patting your head and rubbing your tummy i mean kudos that shit is tough yeah I mean, there's probably a better analogy, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Uh, and I agree with what Dame uh, Twilight Priest is saying here. <laughs> a psychopath made and stuck by that choice. There had to be <laughs> a whole slew of people who playtested this game and said, hey, I don't know about this voice music track. Maybe we could just like, have an instrumental version, like an option to turn it off. I don't know. But no. Uh, anyway, I, 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 I digress. I digressed. Twilight Priest, Twilight Priest continues. I actually didn't go into this expecting not to like it. Cassette Beasts had been on my radar and was already downloaded in my library before it was announced as a game club game. Oh, no shit. I had heard good things about this as well, uh, is what I say. Damien continues. I just hadn't got around to playing it. (laughs) And though the little time I did spend with it, I think I learned a lot about why this style of Pokemon clone style doesn't work, at least for me. Oh, yeah. While I agree with the it's almost the weekend general sentiment that Pokemon Company are in a position to push boundaries and innovate and innovate much more uh, so than they do, I don't share the general disdain uh, that you seem to have for the develop that you seem to have developed for those games. I think I may <laughs> have missed uh, one only one. Sorry, I think I may have missed only one or two generations of Pokemon games, and I have played all of the recent games, including Legends of Arceus and Scarlet and Violet. While I agree fundamentally that the games leave much to be desired, you guys are my friends, you know me, you've been to my house, (laughs) you know what I enjoy, (laughs) and or suffer from a compulsion to collect things. And uh, my word, there is not a game that comes close to scratching that itch of collecting things like Pokemon does. Mm. But what it all comes down to is that emotional connection. It's nostalgic value of those original Pokemon generations that fuels the fire. I feel no compulsion to collect the Cassette Beasts or Temtems or even Digimon because there is no emotional nostalgic connection. Mm. At, At least that is the case for me. But if that's the case for me, then I'm sure it's also true for others, at least partly why these style of games don't do well, even if their core gameplay is just as bad or even possibly better than Pokemon. Mm. Interesting point. Anyway, that's my two cents. Keep up the great work. Your friend Twilight Priest. Uh, P.S. As someone who rarely utilizes lists in my daily life, I wholeheartedly support Joe's list-making habits. In no, 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 no. I've had several people reach out to me about that, <laughs> saying that my list-making is actually valid, and Darian is the one who is wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. I'm glad. We want a supportive community, yeah. even, even when we're wrong. So that's oh, great. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of what Dame uh, with Twilight Priest. I don't know, I'm just going to call him Damien. What, what Damien is saying <laughs> here about um, about Pokemon and the sort of you know 
that original itch that is being scratched by even still today the most recent pokemon games um i think yeah. it's just for me it's like i think i've scratched that itch enough you know mm. like i think mm. i've seen i've seen where that itch has has led me and i'm just like i think i've had enough uh, i'm ready to ready to try on some other shoes um mm. yeah and yeah. and no no shade to the pokemon lovers out there it's just that it's really easy to hate because mm. uh everyone who's above the age of 15 knows exactly what they're getting uh it's a giant corporation that releases a very similar product every year and it releases two of those similar products side by side mm. uh so it's just very easy and fun to criticize but uh yeah i i totally get the nostalgia factor and the the collecting factor mm. um i think that is definitely the the best thing about pokemon but the big barrier for me is is the turn-based combat it's just it's dead to me now i've mm. i've played persona 5 and it's kind of like after playing breath of the wild for open worlds i just feel like that's kind of the bare minimum right uh because it can only be so complex right like you've got all the different types and then you've got interesting and unique pokemon that are a combination of different types and they've started getting more wacky like water and ghost or water and fire or whatever mm. um but yeah for me the the gameplay itself and obviously the stories are terrible in pokemon and they're like in your face constantly and that's really annoying but like with the gameplay it's it's only so complex so i think if you can forgive the turn-based combat and you love the collectathon uh aspect of pokemon i think it's just a sick cozy game because you can just kind of switch off and enjoy those aspects if the turn-based uh combat doesn't grind your gears but uh yeah okay. i think i think for me i'm just i'm just on the persona train now for for turn-based combat that seems to to be the front runner i wonder how you'll go then if you ever get around to boulder's gate because that's turn-based oh but that's so different because i've played both divinity games which are quite similar mm. um you know like as soon as you have combat in a 3d environment oh like, i see right you right. know like i guess it is turn-based but it's that much more complex like and every environment is different and it's not a you know the the my other criticism is is the types like there are whatever 20 types fire grass water all that stuff uh it's really limiting because mm. you just have pokemon that are uh, resistant to certain types and strong against others whereas in Baldur's gate there's like a billion spells and you know you could play the same battle multiple times and and something uh remarkably different might happen each time but with pokemon it's it's like it's just about hp and like finding their weakness while staying alive yourself yeah and, uh, maybe there should be like a delineation then between like different types of turn-based games because i feel like mm -hmm. turn-based gets a little bit of a write-off you know people see that it is turn-based and they're like um this isn't for me <laughs> I, i've you know made my peace with turn-based games a long time ago and now i only play xyz yeah um, well i i mean that's a great point because tactics games are turn-based as yeah. well like into the breach and i love that shit so mm -hmm yeah i think for me when i say turn-based i'm thinking of like final fantasy and pokemon turn-based yes. games yeah uh, a, the, a party of characters that are in a line that you don't right. move. 
Right. The boring ones. <laughs> the boring <Yeah>. ones. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not thinking of like, yeah, the Divinity yeah. or Baldur's Gate or like, yeah, yeah tactics, because there's plenty of turn-based systems that I really enjoy. And like, you know, I'll take Baldur's Gate or a tactics turn-based game over Persona 5 any day of the week. Yeah, right. Okay, um, cool. Just, just for the system. Like Persona yeah. 5 has a whole lot of other shit going for it, which is incredible. Um, but yeah, if we're just talking about the system, I find tactics and, and yeah, the divinity systems way more engaging for sure. I think what's so cool for me just to like harp on a little bit about Baldur's Gate is that's like, there's so many, um, other factors around the combat. So like in, in, as an example, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I was stuck in this fight the other day and I was like, man, I can't beat these guys. There's just too many of them and they're all too strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this one guy who I was really focused on like trying to keep alive or just like, I, I needed something from him, but every, everyone was just fucking killing me. And so mm. like I, I died and I loaded my save and instead of starting the fight off straight away again, I like walked around and talked to a bunch of the guys that were sort of standing around nearby. Oh, and yeah. I made this, this deal with some of the gnomes there and they were like, Hey, if you can get our guy out of the cave who I'm trying to keep alive, Mm-hmm. They they were like, yeah, if you can get him out and uh, and kill him for us, then you know you'll have a bunch of guys on your side. And I was like, hell yeah! And so I <laughs> I like made the deal with them and like got the guy out of the cave. And then instead of it being like four versus like fifteen or whatever the fuck it was, it was like seven v seven. And I was like, oh hell yeah, here we go! <laughs> and then I won the fight. And I was like, what the fuck? That's great! That's so cool that you can just like you know just by talking to someone and like having an interaction with them, just like change the whole battle. Mm, yeah. That's, that's really cool. Um, yeah. I mean, just hearing you explain that you could, you could whack a Pokemon skin on that system. Uh, and I'd be all for it. And I think, I think we've reached the heart of the issue is, is that it's not Pokemon that I hate. It's just the game. And the game has been the same for a really long time. If they did like a Baldur's Gate combat system and, you know, instead of humans or gnolls or whatever, you had just Pokemon, that Mm. would be fucking unreal. Mm. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, they're never going to do that. But yeah, no. (laughs) I just wonder how that would look as well. You know, like they've tried to do like the Pokemon fighting games as well, where you are like running around as Pikachu or whatever, Uh, which looks pretty cool and interesting. But they're not turn based. Surely there's a fucking Pokemon tactics game out there. It have to be. Yeah, I don't know that I've heard of one. You know, I've been speaking of Persona. That just got a tactics game, like, a couple of weeks back. Oh, right. There is Pokemon Conquest. I've never heard of it. It's a tactical role-playing game from 2021. Whoa. Yeah, that... I've never heard of it as well. Let me look at the pictures. Look, we're not the audience for that, so maybe it, it uh, flew under our radar, but no one else's. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Fire Emblem with Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, that could be interesting. Mm. But it's, yeah, I mean, is that then just the cassette beast to Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> just more steps yeah i'm not sure hell yeah well uh if you've got oh thanks for that email twilight priest fucking Mm. awesome love receiving email dudes uh you can hit us up at 
it's almost weekend gmail.com if you wish for us to criticize the games you love live uh but oh, yeah wait, wait wait sorry uh it's almost the weekend pod did you say that i can't remember because last time you said it you just said it's almost the weekend at gmail i think it's oh. almost it's almost the weekend pod at gmail.com that's my bad don't forget the pod we, yeah. we are a pod we're in a pod uh we don't exist outside the pod that's right if you email the other one it goes to like <laughs> where does it go Darren? <laughs> it goes to jeff uh yeah, yeah we we tried to buy uh that email address off jeff but uh jeff was like nah get out of here so uh yeah jeff just uh gets all our drainage we offered him a lot of money as well i don't know what his deal was Nah, i mean i understand i understand it's uh like oh speaking of being offered money if if you have old pokemon games out there and you're not playing them they could be worth a lot i uh i sold pokemon black 2 for like a hundred bucks yesterday oh on th- it's a 3ds game it's just sitting there no mm. one's no one's gonna play pokemon black 2 again well, this person is really keen to apparently he's paid a hundred oh. bucks for it bro it's i it's, i posted it an hour later i was a hundred dollars richer that's awesome <laughs> worst tangent ever um so uh next month's game now joe yeah yeah list yeah but i'm just gonna choose one right uh yeah i mean it's your turn right right i think so all right go for it darion um so i want to play rollerdrome hell yeah Uh, so this is a Game Pass game, which you no longer have. <laughs> uh, I wonder if it's on the PS Plus thingy. I think it is. I think it is. Because I've had my eye on this game for ages, but it was like a PlayStation and PC exclusive for a really long time. Right. Um, and it finally came to Game Pass like last week or two weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've I've known about this game for a really long time because it was originally a game jam game for mark brown's game jams um so once a year mark brown who is the uh game makers toolkit guy he hosts a game jam and highlights a bunch of them uh on his youtube channel and uh yeah a a game jam a game from a game jam is like something that's generally made in like 48 hours or maybe a week and uh yeah submitted to mark and then mark highlights them and this game is just rough as hell in that game jam but like the core is there and that developer ended up getting funding and now it's this fully fledged game uh and so yeah it's basically tony hawks meets call of duty but it's one player so you you like skate around and shoot people with bazookas uh and it's all about that high score do sick tricks while getting kills and scoring chicks no i don't know why i don't know about that last part but yeah that sounds cool i mean also dear listener if you do not have access to either of those services or any particular get subscription end of capitalism service it's fifth it's like uh 67 off right now on the playstation store so go ahead and pick it up 15 bucks oh shit yeah hell yeah um yeah i mean it looks hell the art style looks sick 
Uh, and yeah, if you play this and you're interested, you can totally jump online and, and have a look at the initial version uh, that, that caught the eyes of some prospective publishers. Yeah, big boy publisher, take two. Oh shit, big, oh my God. Okay, I didn't realize that, but uh, yeah, looks cool. I've been excited for a really long time and uh, yeah, we're just choosing games we want to play now, baby. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's us. Wrap it up, Darion. Uh, we hope you have a really lovely weekend. And, oh, fuck. I'm so tired. How does it go? And we we'll hope you... See you oh, next Jesus. time. It's almost the weekend again. Fade in the music. For the love of God. Fade <laughs> in the music. <laughs> Bye. Bye.